morning is Lindsay Mitchell. She's the Director of Communications and Marketing for the Illinois Corn Growers Association. Good morning, Lindsay. Hi, good morning, Vanessa. It's good to talk to you. How are you? We're doing great here. Um, really enjoying into non-freezing weather, so we'll take that. Isn't Yesterday was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. For, I think it was 47 here. It had to be a little warmer Ooh. there in Bloomington. I don't know that we got up to 47, but definitely we got a lot of the snow melting, so I was grateful for that. Yes. Lindsay, catch us up on the Illinois Corn Growers Association and how much of an impact they have in a positive way on our farmers here in West Central Illinois. Sure. So the Illinois Corn Growers Association is a member association of farmers in Illinois and other like agribusinesses or related industries, ag professionals who feel like their industry is impacted by the how well corn farmers in Illinois are doing. Um, specifically in your area, like one of the, the key things that we work on is uh, trying to get new locks and dams on the river system. So that's really impactful for farmers who would be selling directly to the river. It's impactful for everyone, um, but specifically to farmers who would sell directly to the river. Illinois is the largest the largest market for Illinois corn is export market, and that is built on the strength of our river system. Um, folks that are on the river in other states that are north from us, like Iowa or Minnesota, they use the, the river system to export, but it's it's frozen, you know, for part of the year, and they're and unusable for them. Um, and in Illinois, we have that Illinois River and that Mississippi River that makes it really beneficial So for Illinois farmers. So we work a lot on issues like that, both increasing exports and um increasing the efficiencies we can we can utilize on the river system. We're trying to get locks and dams uh, upgraded and actually had a big win this month um, because we got some funding allocated for a new lock and dam, Lock 25, which is further south Illinois uh, on the Mississippi River, but we'll take it. So um, other things that we do, I mean, basically we're representing farmers in all kinds of issues, regulatory issues, you know, like Whenever the U.S. EPA wants to re-register a, a crop protection product, a chemical, a pesticide, um, we're, we're providing comments about the usefulness of those to Illinois farmers and what it would mean if we didn't have access to those. Lots of little areas of representation that I think people probably don't really think about. Sure. And uh, the crop prote- protection products, uh, there's all sorts of them. As a matter of fact, uh, dicamba was, was recently in the news again as uh, a particular area of interest for farmers. Yep. And definitely Illinois corn will be involved somewhat there. I mean, honestly, that it, it kind of is a soybean association sure. issue, but because we are good partners with the soybean association, we'll be supportive and be lending our voice. Our our Illinois corn farmers are also soybean farmers, and we know that impacts our members. Yes, absolutely. What other wins have yep. we been able to have here in the last couple of years, Lindsay? Well, so we are, like I mentioned, we're really excited about this big lock and dam win. That's a thing. That's a thing we've been advocating for for two decades easily. So it really is a significant win, and we're hopeful that this. Um, allocation of funds for one lock will just kind of be a waterfall and we'll start seeing um, allocations of funds for additional locks and dams as the years move forward. Um, We have heard from a lot of farmers that are really worried about fertilizer prices, rightfully so. The the cost of their inputs has gone up, you know, exponentially. Um, And we know that farmers want us to get involved there. So we've done a few things there that were really 
we haven't we don't have any positive outcomes yet, but we are engaged, and I do want farmers to know that. So we've actually had lots of conversations with CF Industries, um, and we've even held like a call to action for our members to call CF Industries so that the the folks there would understand how their actions are impacting their end users. Um, we have been working on the legislative front with legislative front with our House Ag uh, Committee members and our Ways and Many Ways and Means Committee members, but also with our senators. So we've just been talking with them about what's happening here in case there ever is an opportunity for a legislative fix. Um, we have been working with the National Corn Growers Association, which is our national association that we're a member of. Um, so we've been working with them on conversations with Mosaic, which is another fertilizer company. We've asked them to withdraw their petitions for tariffs on imported phosphate, which is exacerbating our problem. Um, so those conversations are happening, and even National Corn has joined a legal challenge, um, which would which would impact this. And also they've funded an analysis of the U.S. phosphate fertilizer market um, just to give us the data behind what we're advocating for so that we can, you know, push harder and we have that data behind us. Um, we have actually in Illinois had been in discussions with the Attorney General, Kwame Raul, and his staff about what legal tools we might have to, like, address the consolidation in the marketplace. So. Um, lots of advocacy conversations happening there to try to fix this problem for farmers, and I know that that's top of mind for farmers, and I just wanted them to know how engaged we are on that issue. Yeah, that consolidation in agriculture. Can you expand a little bit and help us understand what that's all about? Well, I mean, it's just, um, a, just a conversation addressing the fact that there's not a lot of competition in the marketplace, and when there isn't any competition, it allows those companies to to charge whatever they want to charge um, mm -hmm. in uh, some price gouging opportunities for them. So, um, you know, we're just asking the questions of the people that are in charge. Like, is this a consolidation? Is this an over-consolidation, right? Is this a, I, I never can say this word, the oligopoly or whatever that uh -huh. that, that word means. Um, that one's hard for me to say, but... Um, so yeah, like that we're just we're asking those questions of the people that are in charge and trying to represent corn farmers to make sure that, you know, if we need additional competition in the marketplace to keep these prices at a reasonable level, we get there. Yes, isn't it amazing that affects the entire economy when you talk about uh, large uh, corporations without competition? Yeah, it really does. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, constitutional or governmental protections against that, so we just need to work those avenues. Okay, a lot going on for you guys with the Illinois corn growers at the local level, but of course you're you're working hard with the national level as well. Yeah, we are. And um, I mean, another thing that I'm getting a lot of phone calls here in the office is that our Corn Growers Association just sent a letter out to corn farmers in Illinois asking their opinions about a proposed checkoff increase. So. Um, the the checkoff, Illinois Corn Checkoff is managed by the Illinois Corn Marketing Board. So I think sometimes people don't separate the two associations. Um, so the Corn Growers Association is actually going to testify either in support or in opposition to the proposed increase. And we sent a letter out to our members asking what their opinions are. So, so far, um, we've gotten a lot of feedback, and it's been really good feedback. Um, some folks are saying you know, yes, we want more money in that checkoff funds because we want to deal with input costs or 
we want more trade opportunities or we want to preserve the ethanol market. Other folks are concerned about, you know, what it costs per acre to put a corn crop in the ground, and they're nervous about increasing those costs. So all that feedback has been really, really great, and um, I get to be involved in analyzing that and trying to come up with a recommendation for the Corn Growers Association. So they will be testifying in that hearing tomorrow at 10 a.m. Okay, so that's a hearing at 10 a.m. Where does that take place, Lindsay? It's in Springfield at the Department of Ag, Illinois Department of Ag building right there on the state fairgrounds. Okay. Um, I believe it's in the auditorium, but I know if you showed up in the building, they would direct you to the right room. Okay. So your feedback so far? Go ahead. It's a public hearing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we knew that was coming up tomorrow. What happens after that hearing? What are the 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 two options where we go from there, Lindsay? Sure. Um, After that meeting, the Corn Marketing Board, which is a 15 member board of farmer volunteers. Um, no one no one is paid to figure out how to invest these dollars or manage these dollars. But those 15 farmer volunteers will get together after the public hearing. Actually, they will participate in the public hearing also just to listen because they want to hear what people have to say. Um, they will review all of the commentary um, from all, every, all the testimony that was offered and all the written, written testimony that was submitted. And then they will decide if they are going to proceed or not proceed to have a vote to increase the checkoff. So at this point, all the marketing board has really done is ask for farmers to tell us what they think. Um, and this public hearing is, a, is that opportunity. So they're just waiting to see what, what people think, and then they'll make a decision from there. Okay, great. How much are we talking on an increase? It's, it's not that much, is it? No, it isn't. Um, right now we're at five-eighths of a cent, and the Corn Marketing Board is considering going to seven-eighths of a cent, so it would be a one-fourth of a cent per bushel increase. Um, also important to note that we would retain the right for refund. So if corn farmers did not want to see the checkoff rate increase, they still would be eligible for a partial or a full refund if that's what they chose. Okay. Well, thanks for the information, Lindsay, and keeping us up to date about the hearing tomorrow and just in general about what you guys are doing, some great things you guys are doing at the Illinois Corn Growers. What else would you like farmers to know on this beautiful Wednesday morning? I mean, I guess I just would say that I think it's increasingly important that farmers have representation. Um, We're only 2% of the population. I know everyone knows that in their head, but it it feels really... um, we're living in a politicized world, and it feels really like we don't have a lot of representation all the time. And even as we look at the way the new maps were drawn in Illinois, you know, we're getting some urban legislators representing some very rural districts. Um, I think there's an opportunity there, right? Like, we need folks in urban areas to understand what we're doing, and perhaps having a, a congressperson who really is kind of forced to understand what some of our constituents are going through is going to be important. Um, it's an opportunity, but I also think that it could be challenging. And, and for farmers, who, especially farmers who are in those areas, uh, we're representing them. Like, that's what we're here to do. So if you're feeling nervous about that, if you, if you are seeing the tide turn and you're feeling like, you know, your representatives aren't representing you, um, if you're feeling like you don't understand how to engage in this in the political climate, you you need your association, and I would just encourage folks who feel that way to get involved and read what we're doing and consider being a member if you're not already a member. Okay. People can find you on Facebook. How about Twitter? Yes, we are on Facebook and Twitter. Our 
our name is IL Corn on both. Our, um, that's how you can search for us. But also our website is mm-hmm. www.ilcorn.org. Uh, so that could be a really easy link to. And certainly all the phone numbers or emails you would need to contact us are on our website as well. Good. Lindsay, thanks for the updates. Uh, We'll be talking about all of the things you just summarized uh, regarding agriculture and our 2% of the population that grow, you know, the food for the world. So that 2% is is very near and dear to our hearts, making sure that they're taken care of so that we have safe and affordable food, uh, you know, not only nationwide but worldwide. So we'll be talking about all this coming up uh, at our Ag Roundtables here in March. So looking forward to it. Yeah, they're very important to me too, Vanessa. Thank you for the work you're doing. Anytime, Lindsay, and we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds great. That is Lindsay Mitchell with us, Director of Communications and Marketing with the Illinois Corn Growers Association. It is 845. Good morning.